Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat, cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of The Leo Effects. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest. He's a guy I'm sure you've seen before, and uh, I'm very, very excited and happy to have him here. Please allow me to introduce Mr. Jed Reese. How are you, sir? Good. Thanks for having me, Ray. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so glad to, to have you here. And, uh, you know, I always start off the show with having the guest kind of say what it is they may be known for and what it is they do. But with your, you know, extensive resume, I'm kind of thinking it might be an easier task to just kind of, what do you feel maybe, you know, your two, three, four top things that you might be most known for? Um, well, I'd say the top thing I'm known for is Galaxy Quest, uh, where I play Teb, uh, one of the Thermians, uh, aliens that, that, uh, came, came down from space. Um, uh, that was, uh, I'm from Canada and I, I, I drove, uh, my old, my beat up old, uh, convertible down to LA and, and uh, just to try L.A. out as an actor. And that was my first audition. Um, and uh, oddly enough, it's what I get recognized more than anything, and it's been 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you drove so, all the way from Canada? Yeah, I mean, that's sort of what the Canadian actors do. Is they, you know, they build their resume up, and then they go you know, try the big time down in L.A. And, uh, and I was one of those guys. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it was... It was pretty amazing uh, at that time in my life, uh, just because you know everything was so exciting and and who knew what was going to happen. But um, so that's that's probably the the thing I get recognized for the most. Then, uh, obviously, uh, Deadpool, which was out a couple of years ago, um, I had a small but poignant role in that. And uh, and what else? Um, I did a TV series a number of years ago called the Chris Isaac show. And there, there are some pretty diehard fans out there. So I get recognized for that as well. And then fourthly, I'd say probably the ringer, uh, uh, with Johnny Knoxville, the fairly brothers movie, mm-hmm. uh, where I played a, a mentally challenged special Olympics athlete. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Dang, you've got quite the diverse uh, repertoire there. <laughs> yeah, well, that comes with the territory of being a character actor. That That's fair. That's fair. What was yeah. it that made you decide to, to do this, to be an actor? Well, I kind of fell into it. I, I did music my whole life. Uh, I studied classical piano at university and and uh, I was going to go into music somewhere. And um, then I had a girlfriend at the time who came from a sort of theatrical family. The mom was like a theater mom. And I used to imitate people uh, to make them laugh, you know, at the dinner table or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, and she said, oh, you know, while you're in college, you should like, you know, they're starting to shoot a bunch of TV series here in Vancouver and maybe get an agent and make some money while you're in college. And so she set me up with this agent and he uh, told me I needed to take a class. And I took a class with uh, this, this gentleman, Mel Tuck, uh, at the Gastown Actors Studio in Vancouver. And I fell in love with it. And then he hooked me up uh, with the Neighborhood Playhouse in New York. Uh, he knew the director there. And so I, I went to school there. And then after I spent a couple of years in New York, I came back to Vancouver, started acting. And I, I just, I don't know, I, I, it was fun. It was, uh, it was exciting. And the money was good when you were working. And, and uh, it was, uh, it just felt right. Awesome. Um, you know, going back, though, I mean, if I, if I could talk to my younger self, I'm not so sure I would tell my younger self to make the same decision because it's so up and down. Uh, but still, it's like when you're on set working, nothing beats it. It's so much fun. That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And so would, did you have any kind of like uh, a person or a thing of inspiration when you were getting into it? Um, well, I mean, I, I was always really into movies. I liked watching movies and, uh, Robert De Niro for sure was somebody I, I was inspired by just, uh, how intense he was and how he would play different characters. Um, and back then, uh, this was, you know, sort of prime Mickey Rourke. I, I used to like watching what he would do. Uh, of course I watched all of Marlon Brando's movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and who else? Um, well, yeah, I mean, Robert Duvall has always been great back then. Gene Hackman, uh, but you know, the, the, the usual suspects, <laughs> right? you know, and yeah. ha- have you done like, um, any kind of conventions or signings or, you know, things of that nature? Yeah, I've done a few. Um, I, 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 when Deadpool came out, I, I had this, uh, um, uh, appearance agent and uh, he set me up with a few of these uh these conventions and yeah it was it was pretty fun i mean there's some some definite uh fans out there of galaxy quest that that <laughs> uh that was the one that uh, that people wanted the uh, pictures of the most oh okay uh, did anybody come up to you dressed as as uh teb uh not as teb but uh as maybe the thermians uh, there was a few <laughs> okay. and then there was this one girl at a convention, she was dressed up as Dr. Lazarus, which was Alan Rickman's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, she, she had a great outfit. Um, that was probably my favorite. <laughs> That's awesome. In convention world. Yeah. <laughs> so is there any particular, cause you know, we talked about it a little bit before you've done uh, such a wide variety of things. Is there a genre that you like kind of like above the others? Well, I, 
I guess from music, I, I have a certain uh, timing that works with comedy. Um, and so uh, that tended to be something that, that I, I had an affinity uh, for and, and was okay at. So um, that's something I enjoy doing. Uh, but I also... I also like, you know, the sort of uh, darker aspects of things. Um, uh, the darker characters I've played, I've, I've enjoyed. And I, I recently just played an attorney um, for the first time. I played Heather Graham's uh, attorney in a romantic comedy uh, Netflix movie. Um, and I really, really enjoyed playing an attorney. Uh, so that's something that I would maybe like to do more of. <laughs> right on. <laughs> sort of a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was something that was a departure from what I'm used to. So, yeah, do you? Yeah, do you do like um, a lot of improv stuff, or like is it kind of strictly the scripted? Well, with comedies, uh, and even like in something like Deadpool, and it, it tends to be more like this uh, than it, nowadays than it was, let's say, when I was starting like 20 years ago or whatever. But um, They'll, they'll do multiple takes and trying different jokes. So uh, if you're working on a comedy, they'll be like, okay, let's get that the way it's written, and now let's try this, and let's try this, and let's try this line. And, and with someone like Ryan Reynolds, I mean, he's, he's doing it completely differently every single just trying to find the best joke, you know. And that's, that's in a certain type of scene, um, whereas, like, you know, if it was, like, something very sort of specific to moving the plot forward, you, you know, you might have to to say exactly what's written. But, um, so yeah, the, it's like with like someone, Peter Fairley, uh, he'll, he'll have you do it a bunch of different ways and they're just looking for whatever's going to be funny. Gotcha. And then they, they piece it together in the editing room. Yeah. Right on, right on. That That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I was always well, curious about when there's room for improv and when you just have to follow the script. Yeah, I mean, you just got to do it. I mean, if you feel feel like it's funny, then just do it. That's what I say. Unless they're like, you know, it's like, you know, four in the morning on a Friday or a Saturday, and everybody wants to go home, and you know, what's this actor doing messing around? You know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to try different things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. And so, being that you have to, you've worked a lot with like script work stuff. Do they ever just kind of? Like you show up one day and they're like, "Oh, hey, by the way, we just completely changed this entire part. We're going to read it differently." Yeah, that happens occasionally. Uh, that's happened to me uh, on a couple of TV uh, shows, and uh, it's uh, it can be a little difficult. Hey, we're not doing that scene. The scene from next week, we're going to do right now. Uh, we're going to shoot it in twenty minutes, and it's like five pages long. You don't know your lines. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Does that ever like? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it happened to me once on something that I, I wasn't happy about, but you know I got through it okay. Gotcha. Did it? Does it ever yeah. get you so yeah. angry? You're just like, no, you know what? I'm not doing this. That has not happened yet. But, <laughs> okay. But I won't say it won't ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So if you. But could... what I've learned is. Go ahead. What I've learned is that you just have to you have to try to prepare ahead of time everything because you never know what they're going to throw at you. So, ah, uh-huh. okay, yeah. Um, so if you could be in any film or movie or um, TV show that's that's going on right now, what one would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I 
I always, uh, when it was airing, I was like, oh, I'd really like to be do something in Game of Thrones. Something like that would have been cool. Uh, or like Vikings, like something sort of where it's uh, dated, it's medieval or whatever. Um, I like that that sort of uh, that genre. And, you know, in particular to play something kind of dark or magical would be fun for me. Um, but... Uh, recently I've, I've been watching this uh, TV show on HBO called The Outsider. It's a Stephen King uh, based TV series with uh, Ben Mendelsohn and others. And um, the acting is so good in that, in that show that I, I look at something like that or something like Ozark. Uh, those are, are shows that I, I would like to uh, uh, do something like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I yeah. think that'd be fun to see you in something like that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, be fun for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have anything that's, uh, you know, you were just kind of talking about the show on Netflix, but do you have anything kind of coming up uh, that that you want to tell me um, or that you can? There's a couple of, well, there's, yeah, there's a couple of potential things, but I, I mean, I they're just not really at this stage where I can actually talk about them, but mm-hmm. um yeah, other than that, I, I've been uh, just trying to hustle up work. Um, I've been writing a little bit. I've written a number of scripts, and some have been options. So when I'm not working, I'm doing that. And uh, so I've got a couple of projects I'm working on right now. Um, cool. And those tend to just be comedies. So, yeah. Well, everybody understands laughter, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to do what you enjoy. Right. And yeah. whatever I'm writing, it. Uh, Whenever I'm writing, it just always comes out as comedy. So <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if uh, if a director were to come up to you and say that, you know, I have all the money, I have whatever location, access to, you know, entire cast and crews, whatever you need, with you as the star, like I want to make a movie, mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh man, I have no idea. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because, well, you know, because I, I, I did music, um, I mean, maybe like some sort of washed up musician who, uh, who uh, and it's a redemptive plot, I guess, would be something that I feel I could do. Um, you have to, you know, know what you're capable of and what you're marketable as. And, and that's maybe something I could do just because I, I know that world a little bit and, and the and the depth of character that a musician might have. Um, so yeah, something along those lines, but I, I noticed that one of the questions, you know, you were, you were, you had written down that as a potential was, uh, was who I, I would like to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, pa- Paul Thomas Anderson, I, I think all of his movies are amazing. Okay. He would cool. be a good director to work with. Yeah. Now do like when you when you're on set and you've got you know everybody for the scene you're all working together, do you think that it's kind of a collaborated effort to really make the scene work, or is it more the actors or more the direction of the director? It depends. Um, it, it's every dynamic is different, but it generally it's you know the director's got an idea of what he wants, and and then the actors come in with their ideas, and and you kind of follow the director, but a good director will see what you bring to the table and then enhance that. Um, unless it's completely off base, of course, but, um, and then as far as working with other actors, it depends on the actor. I mean, 
I I did this. I did a movie with Tom Cruise, uh, and uh, they cut a big chunk of the script out, which uh, which we had already shot. Um, and I had a couple of larger scenes with him that didn't end up in the movie. It was uh, American made, and and so one of the larger scenes that I had with him, um, it was just him and I in a room, and uh, you know it was just we were just two actors working the scene, trying to make it work and, and coming up with whatever bits we could to make it work. It was like, I was doing a, a scene with a, a partner in a class. Like it was just another actor. And then as soon as the scene was done shooting, he became Tom Cruise again, you know, but, uh, and so, you know, he having the clout he has has a little more influence, but he was totally open to whatever I was doing and, and working with whatever I brought. And then the director, Doug Lyman also had his ideas of what he thought worked. And so, we collaborated together and made the scene work. And it was a really nice scene, which ended up not in the movie. Oh. Um, yeah, but that, that, that's just something that came to mind when I, when I think about working and, uh, and how you collaborate, like you could take somebody who's a huge star, like Tom Cruise, and he's, you know, just another actor in a room trying to make a scene work with the other actor. So. Right on. That's cool. I, I never really yeah. thought about it like that before. Yeah. 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 What do you do? I mean, everybody's different. Right, right. What yeah. do you do right before, like, you're when you're preparing for a scene, you've you're kind of gone over your lines, and, you know, what what's your normal routine before you get on set? Like, do you have a ritual that well, you do? No, I don't have a ritual. I mean, I I want to know my lines. I I want to know where the character's at emotionally. Um, and then, of course, you know, I have to think about my what I'm trying to achieve in the scene and all the different ways I can I can achieve these things. And and also, you know, imagining how the character sort of is parallel to my own uh, life and, and and how I can implement that to keep it real. But I don't have a ritual. No. All right. No. And have you ever yeah. kind of encountered a character that you just have had more trouble than ever getting into that mindset? Uh, maybe not. I mean, I, I played this sort of sadistic doctor on an episode of Castle, and uh, he was pretty, like, unredeemable type of character. Um, I always try to find the justification or the re the sort of uh, the redemption in the character somewhere. Um, you know, you look at somebody like Jack Nicholson, he can play the most detestable person on the planet, but he's having so much fun and he's justifying everything he's doing that you're almost like on his side. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you, yeah, that's where, I mean, you, you see a good actor, they can play an anti-hero really well and you're actually rooting for them. Uh, you know, they've done a good job. That's awesome. And that's, that's exactly yeah. it. Like it, I think it's all about, being able to work with the other person. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we kind of talked a lot about your career in general and, and your origin story, as it were. And um, so now I kind of want to ask a couple questions that are more like you here in the now. Like, what kind you do all this work and stuff? What do you do to unwind? What's what's a good hobby for you? Um, well, I still play piano, um, and I have a family and my kids play piano. So everybody in the house plays piano. And so I, I play a little music. Um, I, you know, I, where I'm currently living, uh, I'm kind of on an island off the coast of 
British Columbia. So I, you know, I go for walks in nature. I chop wood for the fireplace. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just live a life, you know. That's awesome. That's, that's really cool. Like yeah. that, that just, you're a normal person. <laughs> yeah, completely. <laughs> <laughs> and do you yeah. like play classical music or, you know, do you kind of. Yeah, I do. Well, I, I, I do classical. Uh, um, and I also, you know, I've written songs and played in bands. And so I play a little bit of rock, but it's like, you know, on piano, I generally play mostly classical um and you know if i'm playing guitar and stuff i'll, I'll you know play a little more rock and stuff nice <laughs> and do yeah. you have like family jam sessions i uh, i'm trying to get them going my kids are still a little young for that um but we're on the cusp yeah nice. there you go <laughs> and yeah. uh you know what would you say you know i'm I'm imagining when you say, you know, you're out on an island that it's kind of just this house in the middle of nowhere <laughs> with just you and nature. Um, like, what? how do you... It's not too far off. Um, <laughs> well, it's, I'm close to Vancouver. I, I've been living in just in the Los Angeles area for 20 years, and we thought we'd come up to, to Vancouver to try it out for a year or two to see how we liked it and... And because uh, it's where I'm from, and it's also where my wife's from, uh, Canada. Oh, okay. And uh, and and so we found this little spot um, off the coast of Vancouver. Uh, that's a short ferry ride, and um, uh, and so if I have uh, auditions or whatever, I just go into Vancouver, and um, anything for LA, I put on tape from the house, and. Uh, and then on this island, they have everything you need. It's like a sort of family community. And, oh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is like, how do you get supplies? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's not like we have. You know, it's it's got electricity and and running water and, and things like that. So, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Uh, so yeah. I guess the last question I kind of have for you is. Um, what kind, what advice would you give to somebody that's just starting out in this career? Hmm. Well, work hard, uh, stay open, um, and uh, you know you you got to be passionate about it. My I, I guess my biggest advice would be do it because you love the craft and not because you you do it for fame or riches or whatever. Um, you have to, my advice is if you really love it and you're passionate about it, then go for it a hundred percent, but don't go for it halfway, you know, go big or go home. That's what I would say. Right. All right. That's, that's some good yeah. advice. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you like to take this last little bit here to let people know like where to follow you on social medias and tag along with things oh. that you got coming out? Sure. Um, I mean, I'm not a big social media person, but I do have an Instagram handle, uh, uh, and I occasionally post. It's uh, East Van Reese um, on Instagram, so it's E A S T V A N R E E S. Um, cool. That's my Instagram, and uh, yeah, that's that's the only social media outlet I think I use. So. Um, you can follow me there and occasionally see some photos I take or upcoming shows I have or set pictures or whatever. 
Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool to see. Yeah, kind of tag along. Yeah, and live live through your eyes, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the movie I did uh, is uh, the Netflix movie with uh, Rachel Lee Cook, Damon Wayans Jr., and uh, Heather Graham. It's called Love Guaranteed. Love Guaranteed. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. It's directed by Mark Steven Johnson. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a romantic comedy, but it's good. It's it's fun. Yeah. All right. We're definitely definitely gonna yeah. have to check that one out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I just want well, to say, thanks. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying thanks. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say thank yeah. you for coming on the show and, you know, talking to me for about a half hour and just telling me a little bit about yourself. I really appreciate you coming on and doing that. Well, it was a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners out there who tuned in to check this out. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And stay tuned for the next episode. We'll see you all later. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all ages, what an amazing show. Thank you for lending an ear and joining us. I'm the host, Ray Rumsey, and if you want to hear more interviews, simply head to anywhere podcasts are heard, Facebook or Twitter, and search The Leo Effects. With an A, not an E. If you'd like to hear me doing silly voices and making a general fool of myself, head over to Shattered Dungeons on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We live stream every Tuesday night. More projects are in the works. For now, stay tuned for more interviews. To book yourself as a guest, you can head to theleoeffects.wixsite.com podcast or send me an email at theleoeffects at gmail.com. Remember, this has been The Leo Effects, and great shows require great listeners, just like you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time.